Hey everyone, it's Erica and Christian Raphael, and we'd like to welcome you to our backpack, the podcast where we give you the tools to support your personal and professional journey. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of our backpack. (laughs) Thank you, Christian, for that introduction. You are so welcome. We are super excited about this week's episode. Uh, We're going to be talking about employee acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. But as we usually start, let's get into our question. What are you grateful for? Christian, you want to start it off? Always. I am grateful for the opportunity to... I guess it's the little things that come to my mind right now. I can't think of a thing. But I'm thankful for having a place to live. I'm thankful to know that there are people in the world that think about me and care about me. And I hope they know that I care about them. And so I'm just thankful to be alive and well and just be surrounded and appreciate the little things. Yeah, I'd have to echo that. Thanks, Christian. It is the small things that are driving me right now. Um, Having a place to live, having heat in my apartment, Mm -hmm. getting to spend time with my cat, getting to record this episode with you, and just Mm -hmm. being surrounded by love. Um, It's been a hard year for many people, and so I think that helps put some things in perspective for you. And so as we near the end of the semester, um, I think it's a good time that we just talk about measuring success and what it means to receive recognition for the ways in which you've shown up for our departments or our jobs in our universities at this time. So Mm -hmm. Christian, would you like to start us off? Welcome back to episode eight, when employee of the month isn't enough. One is talk about acknowledgement. What are acknowledgements and how it shows up? Two, we're going to talk about what happens to for you to receive an acknowledgement and what happens when you don't receive an acknowledgement. And then lastly, it's understanding how the intersections of acknowledgements, our identity, and our self-worth. So let me kick it off and say, when have I seen acknowledgements and recognitions? I think I see them annually, Erica. You know, there are always calls through national associations and sometimes even at our university. But for me, I've been realizing a pattern. It's either we want to really appreciate someone's work and effort, so we do an acknowledgement, or when someone's right about to leave, we like to do an acknowledgement for them. Well. (laughs) And so for me, I think when we think of acknowledgements, we have to think of the purpose behind it. Is it to keep someone around as before they leave an institution that they might have just told us about? Or is it because of the work that they've done and we want to we want to set the standard of recognizing, hey, we appreciate you and the work that you do in this space? Yeah. And similar to feedback, um, recognition should be timely and it should be specific. Like you don't want to wait three months later to acknowledge someone's work or impact Uh that they've had on the department or people within the department. Um, Sometimes it can have less of an impact the longer that you wait, um, because that entire time someone's wondering, did someone see my work? Uh Is there value in it? And that can lead to someone questioning whether or not um, this is a place for them to be or whether or not even their work is being recognized. Uh And so when we're giving acknowledgement, like there should be a point and 
the acknowledgement informs a supervisor or a super a supervisor or a supervisee or a coworker that they're going above the standard and that their work is worth mentioning and receiving attention. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, it's a way that we let people on our team know, like, hey, we see you, we see what you're doing, we're rooting for you, and we're uh-huh, hoping that uh-huh. you continue to show up for this space and show up for yourself in this way, because we do see how it's making an impact on our students and just the workplace in general. And once we start doing like that outward like recognition, it creates norms and it also helps us shift culture. One of the things that I love that we used to do at our department is that though I didn't like this weekly meeting, what I loved about the weekly meeting is that we would make notes for each other. <laughs> we spent a good amount of time making those notes, but I still have all of those notes hanging in my office. And Same. sometimes when I am feeling low, I do reflect back on them. And so I think that's one thing that we used to get right. Agreed. And it and it doesn't have to be such a formality to give an acknowledgement, right? It's yeah. as easy as someone sends you a product via email of a booklet and you say, wow, Thank you so much for working on this booklet. Booklet. This looks great for X, Y, and Z reasons. Thank you for all your work. Yeah. You don't need to wait till the end of the semester or an evaluation process to give someone a trophy to acknowledge them. Right. And when we're talking about acknowledgement and recognitions, it's understanding, one, what does that mean personally for you? And what does that mean for your employer? And so... Recognition and acknowledgement will look a little bit different per person. I think of love languages. I love gifts. <laughs> and so um, I think when it comes to acknowledgement and recognition, it's letting your supervisor or team know how do you want to receive that form of love or that form of communication or appreciation. But then recognizing professionally how can you use recognition and acknowledgement to aid you in your career path? And for some institutions, I know we do this in our institution. If you've received, if you've received a letter of exceptional performance, you can use that to get a raise or a promotion. Now it, there's politics involved and there are processes to that, but depending on the type of recognition and acknowledgement you receive, that can of course impact raises, a promotion, and or a way to justify the things that you need to be successful in your role. And that's a great segue to our second bucket, and that is what happens when you receive recognition and or an acknowledgement and when you don't. And awards, acknowledgement, and recognitions, it's like the employee of the month. It's showcasing values, appreciation for a person or the things that they're doing. But what happens if you apply and you don't get an award? What happens if you don't get the recognition? What happens if you've been busting your butt and nothing has come your way? I think it's important that while awards are nice and there will be a time where you're hoping to get an award or recognition and you don't, don't let that hinder you or stop you from moving forward. I think for me, I, I, there was a phase of when I first started working where I wanted everyone to recognize me and I would go into places and always work 120% so my name could be in, in rooms. But then I realized that regardless of an award, regardless of a recognition and regardless of acknowledgement, that I wanted to work so good that people couldn't help but notice me and that I wanted to work so good that no matter what, that I would be proud of the work that I was creating. Yeah. I remember when I first got to our department, we had one of our earliest conversations was about recognition. 
That's when I was just very concerned with the way our department was going and just the direction. Because I remember how you showed up in that meeting space and I was like, this is not a place where people feel like they're doing good work. Mm -hmm. I was like, there was definitely like a clear distinction between the way you perceived you were doing and the way that people were perceiving Mm -hmm. you. Because Mm -hmm. I think people perceived you as doing good work, but because there was no recognition of that, I remember you said, I don't know if I'm doing a good job or not. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, well, how could you not know? I mean, like one, the person who's supervising you, I'm not going to get into it, um, who's always bragging and boasting about her community. There seems to be a disconnect here, either Mm -hmm. with the way that you're receiving it or the way it's being given. Um, And as you talked about before, with everyone having like a recognition love language, like there is something here that is out of alignment. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so I think it's great to know that you've transitioned to the point now where you're like, I know I'm good doing good work because I know that I'm doing good work. And whether or not my department recognizes me, I know that my target audience, which are my students or the people that are directly impacted by my work are receiving that. Uh And knowing that that's enough for me to feel fulfilled and acknowledged in my role. Uh uh Yeah. And so I think even then it's like when we're questioning how we should be rewarded or how people should be responding to us, um, that calls for us to examine our work and examine our work ethic and our output, right? And once again, if we know we're doing good work, how do we accept that within ourselves? Mm -hmm. But then Mm -hmm. how do we also brace ourselves when there is no reward? And we can find ways to bring it to our department's attention. And by first meeting with our supervisor and just saying, hey, like, I've noticed I've been putting out this amount of work. I haven't received any feedback on it. Um, Maybe Mm -hmm. we should set up a meeting. Is it not meeting standard? Mm -hmm. Is it not what the department needs to see from me right now? What projects should I be prioritizing? What work... um, does the department need from me at the moment? Um, if it's that all of your achievements and the things that you're working on have for the department's mission and they do like it, mm-hmm. have a discussion about why it's not being acknowledged, why it's not being rewarded, or do does the department even at the time have the capacity to do that in mm-hmm. terms of what you would want to see the reward mm-hmm. be for your work? Right. And if there's no recognition and there's no opportunity to move forward, either that's a promotion or a raise we talked about earlier, or just a pat on the back for doing um, Mm -hmm. doing because there's one thing for wanting a pat on the back for doing what you're supposed to be doing. There's one Mm -hmm. thing when you are literally going above and beyond consistently Mm -hmm. to bring your department and the people you're working for to new heights and new levels and that amount of work that Mm -hmm. you're putting in is not being recognized. Right. How do you transition to a place um, where you will be recognized, where it's coming from a place of deservedness and not necessarily entitlement to what you are doing in the workplace? Mm -hmm. Um, And what does it mean to come to that resolution within yourself to say, I need to transition out of this place because the work that I'm doing is going unappreciated mm-hmm. and reaching that place and reaching that peace within yourself to know that it's OK. And it's not something that's being ego driven. It's just something that is needs to be done right. <laughs> and you need in some places for the external validation to be given to you because you need the opportunity to move up and move forward for your career goals for your career goals and for your career trajectory absolutely and i think 
for for places that don't have acknowledgments or recognition to start looking into that right how do you create or even if that's within your own team right your, your department may not have any form of structure of acknowledgement and recognition fine how do you create that within your own team and if you can't even create that within your own team then how do you do that amongst colleagues then yeah. because i i think that is important that if if no one gives acknowledgement or recognition for the work that is being done then how do we how does a department or institution reward good behavior mm-hmm. right and i guess you, you can still reward good behavior without a recognition or award but it just seems out of place that in a, in a environment where we're so student focused that we sometimes forget to focus on our employees yeah and it's like you think about it like we're all trying to do our roles under covid right and mm-hmm. i'm like for all the extra work that we're putting in where is our employee days off <laughs> and we got one day off they rewarded our team one day off specifically the team i'm on not the one that christian is on <laughs> i'm taking a whole week off right but even that it's just for all the transition that you're doing we are still expected to put out the same amount of work um and i think being from a quote-unquote well-being institution i definitely have a problem with that um i speak about this all the time (laughs) not that i think people recognize that or note that but when self-care and self-soothing is not being prioritized by a well-being institution once again we are out of alignment but i Mm -hmm. think we are we are out of alignment in many places at this institution and so us operating in that dysfunction isn't new but at this time i've had to find ways to reward and give myself space for rest by myself like i'm Mm -hmm. championing that and i'm finding people in my department and outside of it to support me in the rest that i'm taking right right um i'm learning how to celebrate myself and celebrate the small wins that i have that at a time Mm -hmm. where um people are not doing well, Uh right? uh How do I give myself the space to also be one of those people that are not doing well when on the days that I'm not because we're living in chaos, right? Not just as a department, but as a country. And how does that impact yourself? And so how do you celebrate yourself when you still are able to show up in this space? Uh Yeah. And and you're right. It starts with, with within. It starts with you as an individual having to find avenues if your institution or department or even coworkers aren't going to acknowledge you and your work then you have yourself and i guess that's a good step to acknowledge that there are more awards than there are more ways to receive there are other avenues to receive acknowledgments recognitions and appreciations than employee of the month right i mean we work in higher ed and student affairs so like naspa acpa you name them region three uh they have plenty of awards out there that focus on a variety of topics and so if your department or institution does not do well in practicing acknowledgement and recognitions then find other avenues where you can yeah 
And I think that leads into our next bucket of like self-worth and identity and recognizing that self-worth is more than awards and acknowledgement. It's having a base level that you are a good person, you are a good employee, and that good is something that you are internally validating Mm -hmm. and not looking continuously outward for people to do for you. Um, And it's also about acknowledging how some of the identities that we hold could cause us to fall into the trap of overperforming so that people Uh can recognize and acknowledge us and declare us good, especially as we think about the identities of the people in the leadership positions that we work in. Yeah. And when thinking of this topic in this episode, for me, I, I reflected, and I've shared, and Eric and I have talked about this before, like the work identity is a huge identity for me because it's what I care about a lot. And there, I, I think as a person of color and a first gen student that I feel a responsibility to always do good. But then there are sometimes in the workplace where let's say if I'm doing like the, 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 the absolute standard or going above the standard, where I won't receive acknowledgement, but if someone just a tenth of that work gets a pedestal and a trophy. And for me, it's frustrating as a person of color because I know sometimes it's not intentional, but I sit there and wonder, wow, I put in so many hours for this and like nothing. And then someone lifts up a pen (laughs) finally to do something and then they get every, all the credit. Like one example, how one example of how that showed up and how recognition I think was done poorly was we were during a time of transition managing our summer staff operations and at that time I was managing my own team of summer staff employees someone else's team of student staff because they weren't present and a GA and I would never forget the day that our direct a director at that time sent out a very detailed email giving acknowledgments to people, acknowledged everyone but me. Mm-hmm. And so I walked away with reading that email a little bit upset that the team that I was supervising, taking care of, everyone literally got acknowledged but me. And I think what I appreciated was my supervisor at the time shared that they wish the director didn't do that, but that not to walk away from that meeting space recognizing that they appreciated my work. Yeah, and I think it's like when you were someone and you work very hard um, and you work a lot, people can end up seeing that as your standard Mm -hmm. and just not recognizing that that is an example of you going above and beyond because it's your norm to go above and beyond. And so that becomes like very frustrating. And it's like, how do supervisors or a leadership team even recognize that just because your standard is to go above and beyond, it doesn't mean that that shouldn't get recognition, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that that's something that shouldn't receive like acknowledgement because that can feel like very defeating. Yeah. And I think, and I know if you are use when it comes to like self-healing and words, I appreciate what you've done with your team. And I think just a reminder, like supervisors everywhere, just be mindful and careful of how you give acknowledgements, right? I think there's a difference from, um, 
you know, creating spaces where people can acknowledge each other. And then when a supervisor specifically acknowledges specific people for specific things, right? Yeah. Um, so if you're not being specific, please start being specific, but just be aware and careful of how you're acknowledging people. Because if you forgot someone on an acknowledgement list, I wonder how that person felt not being acknowledged for the work that they did. Yeah, and I remember one time just being on the team, um, the team, I guess, the team that I was on, we were we were considered to have done something really well, but when the acknowledgement came out, they only highlighted specific names of people on the team. But then when that action was perceived to be set, to be bad, all of a sudden we all failed as a team. And I remember I spoke up and said, no, 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 no. We did not all fail as a team because we were not all recognized as a team. So the people that you praised for going above and beyond, I would appreciate it if you also put them in that space to have to take the fall since you said that they were the only people that worked on it. That's not what happened, but I, in an act of self-care, didn't show up to the meeting <laughs> where, we, where we, <laughs> I did not show up to the meeting where we had to take accountability for that fail because I was like, I was not put on the email where we got to receive accountability for the win. And so there will be no gimme gamas here. I will not be participating. What's a gimme gamma? I made that up. <laughs> no, no. But there will be no switcheroos here. No, no, no. I remember how this started and it'll end the way it started. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I guess it's, again, recognition and acknowledgement is professional but it's also personal so just keep that in mind supervisors if if you're giving out acknowledgements and recognitions be specific and just be aware of how you're doing that yeah and i also think it's just reminding yourself sometimes that you know especially if in your you're in a role that is meeting your purpose and is helping you fulfill that that one of the most important things is that you're doing the work because it brings you joy and mm-hmm. it brings you fulfillment rather than it bring you um, external validation because if that's what you're chasing, you'll be chasing it forever. Right. And you'll run yourself into the ground hoping that other people see you and are fulfilled by you. And sometimes like, you know, people will not be able to meet that need for us in the way that we're able to meet it for ourselves. And sometimes you just have to have a moment of reckoning where we Mm -hmm. examine why am I in my role? Why am I continuing to show up here every day? And does it bring me joy? Yeah. And Marie Kondo. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And, And I think ultimately that just goes back to self-worth right Mm -hmm. um is your self-worth determined ultimately by their recognitions and awards and the appreciation that other people give you and i'm not gonna lie for me like i need some of that validation Mm -hmm. um for me to understand my worth in an organization but when it comes to my self-worth i am a firm believer that actions speak louder than words um that if I'm valued and appreciated, someone's not going to give me an award for that. They're going to show up continuously appreciating me, not just at the end of the year when we give out Employee of the Year Award. And I think that while awards are nice, I, as professionals who are working specifically in higher education, student affairs, I think the best reward we can ever receive is knowing how our work has impacted people. I know that sounds very student affairs-y. <laughs> it really does. But yesterday someone reached out to me to just say, 
thank you so much for helping me with my doctoral search. I am feeling a little stressed that I'm about to submit my applications. Can we talk? I'm like, absolutely. And I didn't even think they were going to apply for PhD programs. And here they are already applying. They just need one more confirmation. Absolutely. And so sometimes our worth and our awards are not material are not materialized sometimes it's the interactions and the relationships we make um that sometimes are the are the biggest rewards we can ever receive yeah yeah and that wraps up today's episode so to go over everything we talked about we broke it up in three buckets the first bucket was acknowledgement when do people give acknowledgements and when we receive them and please do not save your acknowledgements for when someone's about to leave that isn't going to do any good it is not nice (laughs) it's not nice and they're already about to leave Uh, so make sure you're practicing acknowledgement and recognitions continuously within your institution and department make sure you're always being specific and timely with your acknowledgements and recognition while time will go by you should not wait three months to almost a year to let someone know what they did a year ago was great Mm -hmm. be specific and be on time and when you are giving acknowledgements to your supervisors supervisees co-workers it's help creating an understanding that one that you're rooting for them and two that their work should be recognized and lastly it can help change and shift uh, norms in the culture in a unit or department. It's also important to recognize through an HR lens and a personal lens, what does recognition and acknowledgement mean to you? As we know, some institutions, for you to get a raise, you need to show um, excellent work behavior. And so professionally understand, at least through your HR unit, what does what does acknowledgement as well as recognition mean for you as a professional, but also personally, what does that mean for you? Secondly, we talked about what happens when you receive acknowledgements, what happens when you don't. And focusing more on the don't, if you don't receive an award or acknowledgement, don't let that hinder you. Sure, it sucks, but let that help you launch forward. Work so good that they can't help but notice you and work so good that you are proud of the work you're doing day by day. And lastly, but most importantly, as we're talking about self-worth and identity, the way we give acknowledgements and recognitions is important. And we need to make sure as supervisors, how identities play a role in this. Now, yes, it should always be tied to performance, but keep in mind of how you're giving out those acknowledgements and awards and how you're not. And to end it off, remember your self-worth. While awards and recognition is powerful and beautiful, sometimes the best reward is seeing what impact you left on people. Well, thank you for joining us for episode eight. We hope you took something from it. We'll see you next week. Peace.